You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rodriguez for Black and White Sports 2. If you're new to the channel, make sure you punch the subscribe button, like, comment, check out the podcast. All the audio from all of our videos across all of our channels is available wherever you get your podcasting from. So you guys know I use PFT as a source. Pretty regular. Pretty regular. I like the, I like mostly everything that they tend to do over on PFT. And I appreciate the fact that Mike Florio built that from scratch many, many years ago. And uh, it's become a massive success. Now, obviously, we don't align politically, myself and Florio. Uh, so we don't agree there. And, of course, he was uh, a raging lunatic when it came to the jab. So, anyway, got that part out of the way. When he sticks to football, him and Sims, it's a great show. It's the best football show on TV. Um, but, but he did something in regards to Jalen Carter. Now, we know Jalen Carter was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people, a lot of the draft pundits believed he was the most talented player in all of this 2023 NFL draft. And we know he also had some serious issues. His pro day was a train wreck. He was involved in a racing incident in which a teammate and a woman, a, a Georgia Bulldog staffer, lost their life. And um, the police called him out on it. And that's still an ongoing situation, most likely. Uh, but we'll see how that wraps up. It's neither here nor there. Okay. Um I believe that there are issues there. I wouldn't have drafted him. And he was, in fact, not on a lot of teams' boards. They just removed him. And they removed him for a couple of reasons. One, whether or not the guy actually has a strong work ethic, okay? Because there were things that led people to believe he didn't. And the other glaring, massive red flag that somehow was able to be kept under wraps prior to the draft, and that's what this video is about, is the fact that the Georgia Bulldog coaches, his own coaches, could not stand him. Now, that to me should have and would have been a massive story on draft day. And... I know for a fact, because he just admits it, Mike Florio said they made a point to not actually report it until after he was drafted. I don't understand that. It's news, and it should have... In my opinion, it's nobody's job to protect these draft picks. It's not. Make better decisions, and you won't have to face the consequences of, of dropping in the draft. So, I absolutely cannot stand that decision that Florio made to not report on this massive issue. And it was a, ma it was a massive issue. This is the story right here uh, that came out after the draft pick was made. College coaches who are asked about their former players often face a dilemma. Say nice things about a player who gave multiple years of unpaid service to the program, but who may not have been an ideal soldier or tell the truth. 
On one hand, the coaches feel compelled to show loyalty to their players. On the other hand, the coaches have to think about their credibility with NFL coaches and scouts. In other words, can you trust what the coaches have to say? When it comes to defensive tackle Jalen Carter, the word making the rounds before the draft was that the Georgia coaches did not have nice things to say. Uh, And this is in parentheses, folks. We specifically decided not to mention any of that until after he was picked so as not to participate in pre-draft effort to get guys to fall. Really? I I mean, one, one person down here literally said, what is your job here? Right here, Bob Slidell, office space. In the words of Bob Slidell, quote, what would you say you do here? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, honestly, isn't it your job to report the news of these prospects? It seems like a top 10 prospect who is vehemently disliked by his coaches would be pretty newsworthy. Yeah, and this guy just says it in the same comment. Contrary to proper belief, It's not your reporting that causes these guys to drop and fall to the draft. It's their own behavior and actions. That's right. If there's nothing to report, if there's nothing to report, then these guys don't have to worry about falling. But this was absolutely valid and worthy news that should have came out prior to the Philadelphia Eagles making the pick. Do I think they would have still drafted him? Yeah. Do I think they probably actually knew about this? Yeah. But by God, just in the same way that Laramie Tunstall was called out over the ga- uh, over the uh, weed gas mask thing, this should have been reported. This is what Rappaport said uh, in regards to this story, and hopefully I can get this to play. Um, this is well, and there's a lot going on here with Jalen Carter. It did not sound like the Georgia coaches were over complimentary of the performance that he put on, mostly in practice and off the field this past season at Georgia. But what the Eagles do is they take the talent, believing that they have the infrastructure, believing they have the culture to get the best out of them. They need to make sure of that. They got a couple of young Georgia guys who know Carter very well in their locker room. They need to make sure he. Okay, so we'll just pa- we'll just stop it right there. But obviously. They think he's got the structure around him, the infrastructure, the Eagles, that is, to make sure that he will perform. But this is what, this goes even further. This is what Florio had to say and what they were told. Ian Rappaport of NFL Media hinted at that last night after Carter became the ninth overall pick in the draft. We heard it more bluntly and strongly. Members of the Georgia coaching staff are not Jalen Carter fans, and they weren't bashful about saying so. Wow. It's one of the various reasons why Carter, arguably the best player in the draft, slipped to nine, but he still landed in the top ten, and he ended up with one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, this could totally work out for the Eagles. But I wouldn't have drafted him. If his own coaches can't stand him, I'm not touching that player. There's no way. There's no way. I mean, you saw the guy show up to his pro day. It was a disaster. This is a direct quote 
from Bob McGinn, who's a very long-time Packers writer, about his pro day. In March, Carter showed up at a pro day weighing 323 pounds, nine more than at the Combine. After Joe Cullen, the defensive line coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, orchestrated drill work for the assembled NFL audience, Carter ran out of gas and abruptly quit. We all saw that on video. Quote, he put him through the ringer, said an executive. They were trying to break him, and he broke. No, it's not a black mark. It's a question mark, but not a black mark. Now, it would have certainly been a massive question mark to me. I mean, do you really believe that that after the uh, incidents that happened at Georgia and there's questions about work ethic and his coaching staff didn't like him, do you really believe handing this guy millions of dollars is going to do what? Improve his work ethic. Improve him as a person. Uh, uh, sounds to me like, you know, he may turn into Jamarcus Russell for all we know. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's possible. It could turn out this could be a great draft pick. And Howie Roseman and the Eagles, my God, they've done a fantastic job up there. Nolan Smith, love the pick. Love the pick. I mean, I, that guy, phenomenal coming out. And, and it's very possible that the Eagles hit on Jalen Carter. But I am baffled that media outlets, including Mike Florio, felt like they should take it upon themselves not to report news to protect the draft pick. It's nobody's job to protect this draft pick except the draft pick. Make better decisions you don't have to worry about this becoming an issue to begin with. It's unbelievable. This should have this should have been one of the biggest stories that was talked about prior to the draft starting on the first night of the draft. This should been this should have been a 10-minute conversation on ESPN and NFL Network and nothing. I mean, it just didn't one little snippet from Ian Rappaport, where it said, yeah, Georgia coaches were not really a big fan, blah, blah, blah. What? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, and look, I will still use PFT because for the most part, they do a good job. For the most part, Florio does a good job. But this is bullshit. Now, I do know Florio's philosophy. He's been very vocal about it. He doesn't believe in the NFL draft to begin with. He believes that NFL players should be allowed to come into the league as free agent, free agents out of college and sign which with whichever team they want to play for that actually just like an undrafted rookie free agent. The whole league should be that way. I mean, yeah, you'd have like eight really stacked teams and everybody else be screwed, you know. I I, I I cannot imagine doing it that way, really, really and truly. Um, but at the same time, you do have a, a hard cap, so I don't know. Um, they're not ever going to do that because the NFL draft's ratings were really good, and I'll probably do a video on that, maybe. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. 
Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.